So uh, today is a is a great topic, right? Uh, first off, because we're going to be talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers. Just kidding, we're not. We're going to talk about impulse buying. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe you did. You impulsed and bought a ticket. I don't know. You're at the game and you're just happen to be checking this out later or whatever. I don't. I don't know. Um, but anyways, uh, today I'm going to talk about impulse buying. It's a um, as you, if you read the description or anything, it's ninety percent. Ninety percent of Americans face an issue with this, so um, it's a it's a it's a big deal, right? It's a big deal because uh, it's something that continues to to just absolutely demolish people and in, in their spending habits. Um, and so this hopefully is going to give you a chance to to see some of those major cues, right? Um, and, and, and check that out. So, uh, if you're watching this and, and you're watching this live, thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, I know there's a, there's football games on, this is championship AFC, NFC championship weekend. So uh, if you're watching this on Sunday, um, truly, I appreciate it. Uh, but if you're not, if you're catching this later, that's fine. It's a, I, I post them there. It's a podcast that goes out weekly on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can find it. It's from Apple to Spotify to Google to whatever. If you listen, if you listen something to podcasts anywhere, you can find this somewhere, uh, to listen to. So with that, it's a, um, it's hopefully This is going to find, uh, some, it gives people some, some guidance, some help on where where they're headed uh, financially and how we can overcome some of the some of the things that 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 just absolutely burden Americans. So uh, I'm going to jump right in. If you have any comments, questions, concerns uh, at any time during the stream, as always, feel free to hit the chat up. Um, I, I love comments. Love uh, anything that, that that comes to your mind that you want to post in there. If you enjoy the stream, as always. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast on Apple on Apple Podcast, please leave a five star review if you really enjoy the stream. And um, and once again, uh, I appreciate all the all the kind things that everybody says uh, each week. So uh, just gonna hop right into this. So overcoming impulsive spending habits. It's a it like I said at the beginning of this ninety percent ninety percent of Americans are gonna are, are facing an issue with this. So. Uh, it's very important that we that we attack this and we talk about it. So, uh, very simply, uh, uh, I can I can tell you in in pretty much one sentence what what's an impulse buy because obviously you're probably gonna try to justify what what it is that you're that you're spending your money on as as being not impulsive, right? Because the word impulsive means that you almost like you're going without thinking. Um, so. If if that's something that is that is hitting you and something that that you're like man like maybe maybe I I am an impulse buyer I am an impulse whatever uh, that can be something that 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 you can overcome I promise you but pretty much pretty simple if you buy something that you had no intentions or plans of doing that's that would be on impulse so you just without thinking you just buy it and that's on impulse so. Uh, if you, I mean, this is, I, mean, I can break it down two simple categories. It could be as simple as, uh, you go to the grocery store, right? I just go to the grocery store, hit up the local, the local Safeway here and just go in there and I'm headed in there to buy milk, right? I just, I just need to, just need a gallon of milk or whatever. But while I'm at the register, 
standing there waiting patiently six feet apart from everyone else, I see this Reese's cup. I say Reese's cup. Everyone else says Reese's. I don't know why. I say Reese's cup. But I see this Reese's cup and it's sitting there on the on the on the little the candy candy section, right? I see this Reese's cup and I'm like, man, like I really want to get that. That would be an impulse buy. If I bought that, I came in there with the intention of buying a gallon of milk. I impulsively now want a Reese's cup. So that would be a very simple, simple um, analogy of, of, of or example of, of what what that impulse buy would be. Uh, and this could be something as simple as more complex, excuse me, uh, something that's much more complex is as you all of a sudden you're just you're feeling down like you're let's uh, i don't know it's championship weekend right so you're uh it looked like green bay packers before this we're going to lose to tom brady so let's say that you're you know huge green bay packers fan sorry for the packs fan out there like i don't i don't know the game's still going right now as far as i'm aware so um i don't know maybe we we listen to this as a podcast on on monday or tuesday or whatever and or later on down the line and the Packers win. I don't know. But anyways, let's say that you're feeling down because your Packers just lost. And you're like, man, Green Bay, y'all let me down. But you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Green Bay fan and I want to get a new Rodgers jersey or whatever. I don't know. Um, but, but you just impulsively, because of your emotion of feeling down, you impulsively go out and buy this jersey before the game you didn't want a jersey but now the game's over you just want to be a diehard fan you want to support your team whatever bad example maybe but um it's just that that impulse uh or let's just say that you're just sitting at home and you're um just had a long day at work and you open up amazon right and man man applications right these things have a have it just this knack they just can read your mind and they maybe you just you you really wanted to cook something but you just needed you just needed a little help. And so you just open up Amazon. And all of a sudden, there's this kitchen appliance, this magical kitchen appliance that does whatever it is that you want it to do. Um, and Amazon just read your mind knowing that. And it pops up on your home screen. And you just yep, check. I'm buying it. Bought. So that's impulse, right? So if you're just browsing, um, it, it, you're probably just about to give in to impulse. If you're just looking online, just browsing around at things that are out there, or new technology or whatever. Uh, you're, you're probably about to give in to impulse, just so you know. Uh, so, like I said at the beginning, 90% of Americans say that they, they, they fall uh, victim to this impulse buying. Uh, I don't know how it's not 100%. I think everybody does it. Um, but, you know, I just think I think that the people are lying. I think the other 10% are just lying. Lying to themselves. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. This is a, a chance to be honest. So, um, and, the, and the first thing that, that most people want to jump to is – if all the all the men out there that are listening to this probably like man my wife she's the impulse buyer i don't i don't buy nothing but hold on in fact catch this so men you know men and women both impulse buys right 90% of america is not women so so or 90% you know is not is not women so so men are impulse buying too they actually the, the the big thing about it though is that the men are are spending more than a hundred dollars. Twenty-three percent of the men are spending more than a hundred dollars on their last impulse buy versus sixteen percent of women. So, uh, men out there, your wife may be impulse buying more, but uh, a little more. Let's just say, 
but but when you do impulse buy, my goodness, you're spending the money. So so it's it's a it's just as crucial for you to control how much you're spending and impulse buying and all that before you start pointing the finger at your wife. So bad wife, good wife, whatever wife. Um, so yeah, so it's 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 a it's a big deal, right? It's a huge deal. Ninety percent of Americans are doing it. Uh, so so why why do why is this a thing? Why? Um, why is it's an addiction almost? Why is this idea of impulse buying such an addiction? So I'm going to hit a couple, right? Uh, but the biggest piece that falls into why you spend money uh, impulsively is emotion. So, so maybe you saw a tweet that I did uh, a couple of weeks ago, but pretty much it's it's the beauty of personal finances is personal, right? Your emotions get in there. Your emotions are a part of it. And this is also relevant when you're when something is going on in our lives. So the emotion of things going on in your life, whether it be, uh, you know, maybe you lost your job, maybe maybe you are uh, about to have a child, maybe you know, there's things that are going on in your life that you just impulsively you feel like you need something, you need to buy something. Uh, um, uh, maybe you're going on this this health kick and you want to buy whole bunch of workout attire so that you can work out better or something i don't know there's this mind trick of great workout clothes make great workouts i really don't get it but hey it is what it is every person's you know if it makes you work out good for you so but there's these impulse things that people buy right so how how you spend your money it can show you where your head is currently. So wherever you currently are, your, your, your brain is currently involved. Um, you can, you can start to see that show up in the, in your money habits, your spending habits. So, so I'll talk more on that in just a second, but emotions play a huge part in this impulsive buying, uh, habit. So your past, this is another huge piece to it. Probably these, these two are the two that, uh, you have no control over it. Like your emotions are still going to be there. You have to learn how to control those emotions. Your past is still your past. There is no like current past. Like you have a past and that's just what it is. So if your parents weren't good with money, there's a good chance that you're, uh, not set up to be the best with money. You have to figure out on your own, but most people learn through their parents. So if, your parents were terrible with money. Most likely, if you have not learned how to manage money, you're probably terrible with money. And it's not your fault. It's just your past. It's, it's what you what you inherited in terms of uh, of the, the the hand you were dealt for for your your current financial situation. But all of that can change. It's not this 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 concrete life that you're stuck with, right? So. Uh, maybe, maybe it's just the habit, right. That of your past of not having things that you wanted when you were younger. Uh, maybe you wanted all of these things and now you're a parent, let's say, uh, and now you're a parent and you don't want your kids to not go without all those things that you wanted. So you're impulsively buying these things for your kids or, or maybe it's things that you wanted for yourself that you weren't able to get, uh, impulsively. So, so it's very, very clear emotions and past play a huge role into to how how you're you're spending or how you you have this um, this over this impulsive like spending habit that you have to overcome. So uh, so that's that or um, th- this other piece and this is the other part that you can control because it kind of ties back into emotions is is that uh, if you think that a deal 
Like you see the signs like, oh, we have this great deal. If you have to catch it as a one day deal or 72 hour deal or whatever, you got to get it today uh, or a clearance item or this sale that's never going to come back again. If those things just just get to you, uh, that ties back into those emotions this FOMO, this fear of missing out on this great deal. Right. Uh, but don't believe this because I'm telling you every day a company is getting richer because it's being funded by consumers that are falling for this deal. These headlines, these great deals, 72 hour clearance sales that are never coming back again. I don't know. Anyways, don't believe it because, um, companies are out there to make you feel like you can't live without it. And with that, if they can make you feel like you can't live without it, at that point, they got you. You're, you're taken. They can sell you anything they want. So uh, the other reason why we compulsively buy, or we compulsively, I guess, right? I guess we compulsively buy too, but impulsively buy or impulsively spend or whatever uh, is because corporations, these big businesses that that house all of these goods, Target, Walmarts, uh, Home Depot's, Lowe's, Best Buy's, whoever, right? They their marketing and statistical departments are absolute geniuses. I'm talking absolute genius. Oh, are they the smartest people? I'm telling you. So, uh, I just finished this book, and it was called The Power of Habit, and uh, so pretty much it talked about how Target, right? Target was was actually uh looking at what women are buying right and they were able to tell that with a with a pretty high percent chance that that this woman was pregnant not and and, and not not you know n- nothing against target right you person personally signed up for this rewards card or this um this little rewards program with target and they can track that's literally your id they can see what your id buys all the time and um and so they they were looking at trends of what women were buying and at what you know and what order they were buying it and all these things and and they could tell about the time that that you know that women were pregnant they could look at the things they were getting and and all of a sudden they could market to to women uh, that that were that were pregnant right because because the idea for Target was that if Target could get you into the store to buy your your baby items whether that be uh, prenatal or, 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 you know, after you've had your child or whatever, if they can get you into that store to buy those items, well, as a, as a tired, you know, new mom, why, why would you stop at just having to go to another store? Why would you stop at just having to buy your baby stuff there? Right? So all of a sudden targets, this marketing genius came up and was just like, man, like we could have them buy their groceries here. We could have them buy um, their home, their home appliances here. We can have them buy their home goods here. They got buy their, their everything, their picture frames, their, their pillows their everything. Like we can have them buy everything from target because there's this, this, this tired mom that doesn't want to go to, but to one store. And she'd already come into your store to buy with these coupons that she's got for, uh, baby items. So why not, why not, why stop there? Right. So, so these, these companies are built, they're absolutely built around, marketing and marketing to you and they 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 see millions of buying habits and they can put together trends and just make you fall victim to this impulsive spending habit and and it's 
it is that is something you can control so um every day uh products are going to be put in your face and they're going to consistently make you feel like you can't live without them so uh in store you're you're going to notice that employees are trained to upsell you on things that they through a series of open-ended questions are going to find out what you want and they're going to be able to upsell you on it so uh my time with Best Buy, for anybody that watched the introduction to this stream, I worked for Best Buy, general manager for Best Buy. Um, employees were trained. Like, like we, we trained employees to increase sales, right? Like if, if, a, if, a, if, a, if a customer came in and we were able to sell you a phone, now we need to sell you the case. We need to sell you the accessory. We need to sell you the charger. We need to sell you the the Bluetooth, we need to say the head, like whatever, like you fill in the blank. We wanted you to buy the phone and everything with it. Right. So, and then there's this idea, this credit card, like I could sign you up for the store credit card. Cause what does that do? That increases buying power. So now the things that you couldn't afford, now you feel like you can afford. So I, I'm, I'm telling you all this to tell you that, that this is a science. This is, is almost a, it's a, it's, it's, it's scary because because people fall for it people absolutely fall for it and and it's 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 something that is controllable but but you have to see that 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 businesses have to make money and you give them the money so so if that's if you know that you have to have a you have to have a structure in place in your life that's going to help you get through that so uh the other way online it, it, i'm going to hit on real quick because in store it's uh you're going to get pushed to, to get upsold on uh, online. This, this is is too easy. It's become an addiction. This online shopping has become an addiction because because you have this this is it's being shown that people are getting this this almost like pleasure. This almost like high by checking out, hitting the button checkout, adding to their cart and hitting checkout. So uh, it's almost like this this gratification. Like you're feeling gratified when you're buying something online. So it's scary. Like that's absolutely scary that people are, are getting the, like these senses of gratification by buying online. Um, but Amazon, for instance, their ability to upsell you as well. So you buy an item, you are looking at it. You say, I want to buy this, whatever. Let's say you're going to buy a camera, right? Um, at the bottom of the screen, it's going to pop up and it's going to be like, you just want a camera, dude? Like, here, here, here's your memory card. Here's your camera stand. Here's your bag. Here's your everything that you need to go with your camera. And you're going to see that and you're going to feel like you can li- you can't live without the camera bag. You can't live without the stand. You can't live without the memory card. You can't live without the extra lens. You can't land with live without all these things because Amazon showed you this is what everybody else is buying when they buy it. Don't you want to be like everybody else? That's this, this, the keeping up with the Joneses, this mindset is, is, killing 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 your financial situation so uh real quick uh this is a huge piece that that we're going to to hop right into uh and and we'll move right on to that hey if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality first it's free when you're thinking about your finances free is always good 
Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So how do you stop? How do you stop? This is a question that if you join this, this is, you were probably like, dude, like I'm tired of hearing you talk about what it is. I already, maybe you're already self-aware. Maybe you're like, man, I'm an impulse buyer. I know it. Almost all of my buying is, is impulsively. Um, but, but how do I stop? Or, or maybe you feel like you're like, man, you're taking the absolute fun out of making money. I can't spend it on things I enjoy anymore because you're saying I can't buy things impulsively. So, so first off, keeping those things in mind, what I want you to remember is let's be first off very, very clear. Nothing that I've ever said, nothing that I've ever talked about, nothing I've ever put out says you can no longer spend money on fun stuff. All the fun has to stop. And I didn't say that. Remember the definition I started with buying something you did not plan for. So plan it and it's yours. Plan for whatever it is and it's yours. You can buy it. You can have it. You can you can get it. Like it's yours. I, I'm telling you, go for it. Um, but what, what can't happen is you can't say that, that I'm going to, you know, that I'm not going to be an impulsive buyer or, or whatever. And, and all the fun stops right there because it doesn't, because what you have to focus on is, is that, that that the fun is what you make it. So I'm going to jump right into that. So how can the fun be what you make it? So if if I say that you you can continue to spend money on things that are fun, you can continue to spend money on things you enjoy. You just have to plan for it. How do we plan for it? If you've watched any video of mine previously, budgeting is the number one way to plan on it. So uh, this doesn't mean like, okay, dude, I got it, man. I got it. So I'm going to budget. So I'm going to write this fancy budget. I'm going to get on this fancy application, whatever it is. And I'm going to make this budget, but I'm not going to look at it again, but I budgeted so I can buy it and I can buy it. And it's not impulsive anymore. Cause I budgeted for it. Well, what if, what if like you, you budgeted, but all of a sudden you had these doctor bills come up. You had all these things you had to adjust your budget. Uh, maybe that was one of the things you probably should have cut. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is if you can build a plan that month around whatever it is, go for it. I'm telling you, go for it. You have the power to spend the money the way you want to just budget the money out. So, uh, the other part I want to leave you off with on this is, is budget, literally make a budget that you can, that you can live off of each month, but make sure that you can include some fun money in there too. So starting off, maybe if you're still in debt, um, I, I, I tell you, like throw some fun money into, into debt. If, if that's what it takes for you to pay your debt off and stay consistent, if you're struggling with the ability to, to enjoy life because you're, you're consistently trying to pound out your debt, 
throw you a little fun budget in there. I, I'm absolutely for it because I think personally that people, people, it's, it's like having a cheat meal in, in, in healthy eating. People that don't do cheat meals are going to get to their goals faster. Okay. If I am fully committed, no cheat meals, I will get to my goal faster. So if you plan a budget with no fun money, a million percent sure you will get to your debt-free life faster. But it's the same as someone that eats terrible, right? And they every meal is a cheap meal. They'll ne- it's the same way as someone's in debt. If everything is putting you further in debt, you will never achieve that debt-free life. So if it takes, you know, setting 20 bucks aside or, you know, to go, you know, to, to Starbucks once a week or whatever, whatever the case may be, if that's what it takes for you to stay committed to to achieve your goal, whatever that goal is, maybe it's saving for a house, maybe it's, it's uh, paying off debt, maybe it's paying off student loans, whatever the case may be, you've got to, you've got to, um, do the best thing that you can to achieve those goals. So, uh, like I said, if you have debt, if you put a little money aside for fun money, little money aside for fun money, yes, your, your, your goal at getting debt free will take you longer, but if it takes just that little bit to keep you motivated and keep you committed to that goal, I'm telling you it's worth it. It's worth it to jump on and do that. Like I said, do that, but budgeting. So if we want to get stop, uh, impulse spending, budget your money so that everything every dollar that you make you have a plan for it so secondly i'm going to hit this up only shop with a plan so the budget the budget we planned this is where we plan our money out right so we tell every dollar that we make this month where it's going to be spent which are our ie what category is going to be spent in whether it's whether it's our mortgage whether it's our food whether it's our gas whatever you've got to the budget is going to be those categories right this shop with a plan so one was budget two is shop with a plan shop with a plan is where you're going to make a plan every time you spend in those categories so categories would be for example like grocery shopping when you go grocery shopping you have a budget for grocery shopping but when you go grocery shopping there needs to be a plan in place and when you get that shopping list grocery list whatever you need to stick to it. If you buy everything on that list, nothing that you can, you can walk away and say that I didn't impulse buy on anything. Maybe a school clothes. Maybe you're buying school clothes for your kids. When it's time to go school clothes shopping, understand what your kids need and buy just those things. Don't out, don't veer outside the lines on that. Okay. Um, make a plan before you go and don't alter from that plan. Thirdly, unsubscribe from all of these very smart intelligent marketing company email distribution list and i threw every adjective i could think of because these jokers are intelligent if you see an email that has the word sale or get it now or while supplies last or anything that's enticing you to spend money just go to the bottom of the email there should be a nice little button just click unsubscribe no more don't fall victim to they know what they're doing and you're falling victim to it every time that you that 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 email leads you to open up to their website, look at what they have, possibly seeing something that entices you to buy it. They have achieved their goal. Okay, they achieve their goal. So, 
So unsubscribe from all of those things. So it's 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 crucial that that part is crucial um, to ensure that that you're that you're staying on the right track. Okay. So uh, the other thing. And this is the last thing that I want to hit on, right? So last thing I want to hit on. So getting out of debt, I want to create this, uh, I want to create this analogy for you. Okay. So, uh, I was talking about exercise and all that eating earlier. So I'm going to continue that little analogy, right? So getting out of debt, um, and saving money is like eating an exercise. They just, they just go hand in hand. If, if I told you, if I was like, hey, hey man, what does it take to be healthy? Like, what does it take for your body to just be healthy? You would tell me most likely, um, well, I need to, you know, I need to eat good and I need to exercise. That's what you're going to tell me. And I'm going to agree with you. So this would, you know, ideally this would be you planning out your meals, you know, you're planning out your workout routines and, and in the end, you're going to end up living this healthier lifestyle because of that. But if I told you to increase your financial health, what there's so many answers that everyone talks about these things to increase your your physical health and how to to better to live this healthier lifestyle but we don't talk about what it takes to increase your fit your financial health so so i'm going to clear them up so first off i started at the beginning you should budget yourself so make that plan make your budget make this that in, in this plan, this budget that you're building for yourself, this should lead you to being debt free, saving and investing money like these should be built into that plan. Impulse buying is is the kicker in this analogy, because impulse buying is like a bad hamburger, right? And this this hopefully you get this. So stick with me. So at that very moment that that ta- that hamburger tastes absolutely delicious and there's this temporary joy that comes with it. Uh, but it, it, but that temporary joy that came with it is going to die out. Right. And eventually you're going to look back and you're going to be like, wow, that just, you're going to regret this whole, right. Regret's going to set in. Uh, and you're going to look back on it. And you're going to be like, wow, I'm further from my goal of being healthy than I was. And that's when that, that regret sits in and, 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 and the problem that I have with these regrets, with these constant setbacks and slip ups that happen in people's financial life um, is because they start to feel like uh, ultimately they, they start to feel like that. Like, well, this isn't for me. I can't do it. I'm not I'm not smart enough. I, you know, my parents, you know, weren't good with money. So I'm not going to be good with money or my um, I didn't, you know, I wasn't born with a silver spoon. I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't dealt the same hand. I didn't get the same education. Like all these doubts are going to set in right, right in their life. All these doubts are going to hit them. And, and, but, but the things they're doing are not, are not showing that, that they want to increase their financial health. They want to build their financial health. So, uh, hopefully that analogy sits with you that, 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 that hamburger, that, that cheat day, that, that, whatever, that, that temporary enjoyment from that impulse buy or whatever, it's setting you further from your goal of achieving whatever your financial goals are. Um, and it's setting you further from that. And you've got to, got to, got to be more consistent in, in sticking to the plan, budgeting, shop with a plan. And, and I'm subscribing from all those enticements that companies are out to get you with. Okay. 
Um, but but the thing is that you're but it's gonna you're gonna have setbacks. You're gonna have slip ups. I'm not telling you that, that life's gonna get easy. That you're just gonna all all of a sudden everything's gonna be dandy and you're never gonna have an impulse buy or any or whatever. Um, but through habit, you're gonna strengthen your ability and you're gonna become more consistent with the execution of these plans. Whether it be the budget, whether it be the shopping with the plan, whether it be instantly unsubscribing from these emails i mean like whatever it is you're going to get better at it so what i want to leave you with is implementing this is a simple fix that you can utilize so we went over budget shopping with a plan and, and unsubscribing from from enticing emails but this last thing that i want you to start to build upon is it's a 30 day rule and it's not, it's not a random 30 days just because 30 days is roughly a month, but roughly 30 days is about how long that it takes to build habits. So if you'll stick to this 30 day rule, you can start to see tons of change happen in your life. Uh, so if you ask me, you know, how does it work? Perfect. Glad you asked in its most simplest form. The 30 day rule is an easy way that you're going to be able to utilize, um, this this effort to start uh to, to try to buy items that you want okay in the simplest form 30 days you wait 30 days to buy the item that you want all right so i'm gonna provide some more clarity on, on how you can use this so probably the easiest way uh is to start building this this muscle this this habit this 30-day rule in particular categories so if you spend a lot, so I'm going to use, so food is probably the number one place that people overspend and don't realize it. So, so if we want to hone in on food, right, food and dining, restaurants, groceries, whatever, let's say you spend a lot at Starbucks. All right. And I'm not, and, I, and say, I'm not going to buy this month. I'm not going to buy Starbucks, um, any this month for the next 30 days. I'm not going to buy Starbucks. All of a sudden, uh, you probably had this like practical addiction to Starbucks. You might have been buying a coffee every day. You might have been buying a coffee every week. You might have been buying multiple a week. I don't know. Uh, but but in 30 days of you not drinking this Starbucks coffee, that that desire, that want is going to subside. So that when you were all the time thinking about, man, like I can't wait to get that Starbucks. I, I'm going to go to Starbucks. I'm going to get Starbucks. I'm going to go and you just drive by and you just smell Starbucks or whatever. Um do you, you that enticing that 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 it's going to subside it's going to absolutely that you're going to start to enjoy the coffee at home maybe you cut caffeine out altogether i don't know but that 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 addiction is going to subside and and all of a sudden you're going to be like oh, i'm good with the coffee i got it home now i'm not telling you you know once again we we budgeted a plan we shop with a plan so um a cup of starbucks every once in a while nice go for it that's what you want to treat yourself with go for it but that daily craving that multiple times a week craving will subside and that's the habit we're trying to get into we're trying to eat away at that that amount that we're sticking into that um and go towards and go towards something more long term in our life okay so this can also be used on big purchases this 30 day uh 30 day rule can also be used on big purchases like let's say you want to buy a new tv uh, pretty much the pattern goes, you want the TV, you buy the TV. Well, that's, well, that's your current pattern. Uh, but it doesn't, that's not how it goes. We're going to want the TV. Then we're going to write that down on a piece of paper and we're going to say, all right, I want to buy this TV. 
I'm going to hang that piece of paper on my refrigerator. And for the next month, I'm going to research this TV. Maybe it's, is this the TV I even want? Maybe I start to look and see, can I find this TV cheaper elsewhere? Uh, but it doesn't mean that if you find it elsewhere, you just buy it because because it was on sale. It was while supplies last, like all those things we talked about before, right? Don't jump into that. Then after 30 days, if you still think that you should buy it, put it in that next month's budget and buy it. That simple. See, you get fun stuff. You planned it. You waited. You made sure it wasn't just this impulsive thing and you buy it that simple so if you want a new cell phone wait 30 days if you want to buy a new pair of shoes wait 30 days just wait it's going to cure up a lot of that keeping up with the joneses it's going to keep all that it's going to subside all of that so uh finally the last things i want to end you with is is this 30-day rule is not here to deny you an ability to buy things it's simply making you more thoughtful. It's making you a more efficient spender uh, because it's giving you time to add that to your budget. So instead of, like I said, you, you have to plan it. Shopping with a plan, you're budgeting out a plan, you're creating a plan. Everything is with a plan. You're not looking at buying something without ever thinking about how am I going to afford this or pay for this, right? You're becoming a thoughtful and efficient spender. So uh, the 30 day rule just simply is, is creating that, uh, because honestly, let's be, let's be real. You don't have to be hard on yourself, um, because you've made impulse purchases in the past. You don't have to be hard on yourself for that, but you do. And the whole term, this financial mirror, you do have to be honest. You have to be honest with yourself, uh, because if you're not honest with yourself, you're going to feel as if nothing's wrong. You have to be honest with the habits that you currently are portraying so that you can make them change. So if you if you can jump on, you can make those habits um, start to change, start to create some of those muscles that prevent you from doing this impulse buying, your financial situation will change. So uh, hopefully this you got something out of this. Hopefully this, this is something that, that you can take away, uh, spread the word, let everyone know that, that you know, this is something that, that, you know, that you learned, share the video, um, like I said, it pops up as, as this is a podcast as well. So if you're catching this as a podcast, um, no, I appreciate, appreciate all the listeners that I get, uh, across all the different podcast platforms. Um, if you're listening on Apple, please leave a five-star review, uh, subscribe to the podcast to get the weekly updates. Um, uh, follow me on Twitter at financial mirror and, get that's probably where most of the posts go out at uh but also i have instagram you can see them at the bottom right down there look down there bottom youtube channel the twitter the facebook the instagram uh check them out hopefully uh like i said you got something out of this this is just another piece of, of creating this financial uh situation that's that's better for you so until next week once again uh Continue to build the habits uh, for the long-term financial wealth, okay? Uh, nothing's overnight. Nothing's going to happen tomorrow. This is a absolute grind of just doing things day in and day out and learning uh, how you can get better. So with that, next week, peace. See you all next week.